What's up? <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Have You Heard About Animals? Indian Ringneck Parrot Edition. I'm going to be honest, never heard of this uh, type of bird in my life. I've seen them, I guess, but I had never heard of the actual name. Fair enough. But uh, we have two special guests today, and it is Bridget and the one and only Hamlet off of TikTok. I am so excited. <laughs> I don't know if he's going to talk right now. Oh, but he is going to attack the camera. <laughs> attack the camera. Sir, at least buy me dinner first. He is a trigger. It's you. Uh, <laughs> oh, kisses. He's doing it's the kisses. Oh, so cute. Okay, my first question, I just got to ask, what what is the difference between a parakeet and a parrot? Does anyone know the answer? Uh, it's it's actually a size, I think. Okay. I'm fairly sure a parrot is I could be very wrong actually. My my knowledge on parrots is not great for a parrot owner, but in in terms of <laughs> size I think and it's to do with their their mentality makeup because a parrot usually consists of the bigger birds okay like because technically Hamlet is a parrotlet but he is he is that middle ground like that sort of oh, he's reaching he's... across the aisle how diplomatic <laughs> yeah. um so we're almost all right um so parakeets are parrots uh, it's just uh it's a broader term for parrots it's just like smaller like she said smaller birds Oh, good. Look at Tyler knowing everything. Leave me alone. Glad someone does. I had it in my notes. That's why I was looking real quick. Oh, cool. I had written it down. I was just like. Um, so Bridget has warned us that Hamlet will be interjecting randomly whenever he wants. And we will certainly let him take the floor because he, he will is say what he needs to say when he needs to say it. What a stand up guy. What a stand up guy. As he attacks the camera. <laughs> All He's right. Stand up, sit down, fly guy. Well, to get things started, Indian ringneck parrots or parakeets. Actually, yeah, they are referred to as a parakeet. Mm-hmm. That's where my confusion was during my research. Mm. Interesting. Different um, sites say different things. Yeah. Yeah. Because in my notes, it's referred to as two different, whatever. Uh, we're just going to go with parrot for now. Someone's <laughs> probably going to be a Karen and correct me and say I'm not a doctor again and whatever. I say parrot. Yeah, I say parrot. Like well, Bridget I, says goes. I don't understand. Someone commented on, or someone sent me an email and they're like, you shouldn't be talking about animals because you're not a doctor. I was just like, okay, so the abnormally amount of information that I know about animals is weird. So if you would like to like test that. Oh, thank you. Mm. Hey, object. Joke's on them because I never shut up about animals and I'm not a doctor. So That's I just true. pressed record. That's the only difference. <laughs> well, oh to get goodness. things started... Indian ringneck parrots are one of the oldest uh, captive birds in the world, dating back to 200 BC in India. Um, And a herd of Indian ringneck parrots or parrots in general are called a pandemonium, which is pretty fitting. I love that. Um, It makes a lot of sense. I'm going to let Bridget take the floor and tell us about Hamlet. And yeah. (laughs) Well, he... He is the center of attention most times. He's currently flying in my office. Um, <laughs> As he lands on her head. He has impeccable timing. Oh my goodness. He's a well, comedian. He is. He's an absolute comedian. He just knows the right thing to say at the right time at some points. And it just makes 
my day. It is honestly the biggest washed up. And he's <laughs> got things to say now. But this is Hamlet. I have had him for almost almost four years now. He is nearly four. I got him at about eight weeks. Angel baby. Which is very exciting. He he wasn't born with his ring. That's an interesting fact. They they aren't born with their rings. Um, and most of the time it's only the males that will have a prominent black ring around their neck as well. Yeah, what? Which is pretty exciting. Um, so I was relieved when he did finally get his ring. He got it about one year old. But I had a lot of people in the comments telling me he was um he was a girl and going, no, I'm fairly sure he's not considering I had a DNA test, but oh. yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's probably the first kind of debacle I ever had in TikTok with so many people saying, um, you actually have a girl. And I'm like, you don't know that. Suddenly everyone's an expert, aren't they? Oh, oh. it's amazing. That oh. is my biggest issue with TikTok. Like, oh my God, I am a genius and I know everything about everything. Tyler, no, that's you. That's but you. But I actually do know a There's a difference between those who actually know and those who just want to put in their two cents, 100%. Yeah. And I don't need two cents. I need a million dollars, so... Oh, same. I'd love a million dollars. I'd buy Hamlet a whole room. I'd love to. He doesn't need a whole room. He has your head. He does, which he will always find. I don't know how he does it. Does he like to cuddle? No, actually. He he is not a cuddly parrot. He has moments where he will let me. Yeah. But there's not many situations where he will openly and willingly come to me for any kind of affection. The way he's built mentally is it's, it's a different kind of affection for him. He is a look-at-me-only sort of parrot. There are other breeds that are certainly more inclined to be cuddly. and He's a words of affirmation type of guy. Yeah, he is. It's And he, he does go through a bluffing stage. There's moments where he, he doesn't like anyone or anything. He's very much his own dude. Uh, but in recent months, he has become a lot more gentle and open to a bit more affection. But is that I like an age a, thing? It is. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my gosh, mate. You need to stop flying at the camera. It's a, it's a thing to do with their bluffing stage. A bluffing stage is when they pretty much go through puberty. Okay. And so he will be aggressive at times. He's got a short temper. He's going through some changes like we all do. And uh, he's com- coming out of it now that he's turning four. So he's becoming more and more relaxed around the people that he's constantly around and a bit more open to touch and very trusting, but still has a lot to say. So mm. we're getting there, but not not naturally an affectionate parent, no. I would, like to, nice I would like to emphasize people that listen to this episode and are old enough to buy your own bird please understand that these birds need a lot of care and attention so birds in general birds birds in general general. if you plan on buying a bird good for you but please do your research and actually give these birds the attention and care that they need before wasting all of your money and harming them on accident and then releasing them to the wild um like they did in every other country which is why they're all over the world now and not just their native areas Yep. Also these days where they pretty much don't stand a chance to oh. do that. <laughs> Which is just terrible. Mm-mm. I've heard there are the most successful invasive species on the planet. <gasps> That's because, terrifying. 
Well, it's they don't really affect the ecosystem. I read. Mm-hmm. Um, they eat the normal things birds eat: seeds, fruits, vegetables, nuts. They don't really like. Do they pollinate? A, Since they like eat seeds, do they bring them with them places? That probably I did not read that, but they're probably indirect so. indirect pollinators, just like yeah. most birds. <laughs> yeah. But I was reading that he, I mean, not he, Hamlet, I don't know. But most of these birds can learn up to 200 words. Is that correct, Bridget? It is. Um, their vocabulary can be more vast than some humans. It's amazing. Depending on training, depending what you say around them and things like that, um, it can vary. As you can probably tell, Hamlet has his favorite words. That is my favorite thing when he laughs. There are certain things he also associates, like associates with feelings, objects, and things like that, which also encourage his specific words that he does learn. Off the camera, he does know quite a vast vocabulary, but the best way I can describe it is he associates the camera or seeing that he is being filmed with the majority of the words that you do hear him say. Oh, so he's an actor. He's, he's a, a man actor. of the theater. He's a man he of the theater. <laughs> his name is his name is Hamlet. <laughs> Think about it. Put that together. Uh, oh my gosh, that is. Uh, I love that. So my favorite video that of Hamlet is when I think I can't remember what it was, but you it was another creature. You brought it up to him, and he like looked at it for a second, and he was just like, "Nope," and he like flew off. I think what, it was a snail. I know which that's what it was. About. It was a snail. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> he was Absolutely like not. you were like I, he just wants to be friends and hamlet was like nah at least he knows what he likes and what he doesn't like nobody he, likes he him is indecisive very decisive yeah oh yeah i want to know why what got you interested in getting an indian ringneck parakeet oh well uh that's that's quite a backstory actually i actually want to know a sad story but oh no okay no it's not a sad story i promise oh. um <laughs> This sounds more dramatic that way. Um, when I was younger, I had a cockatiel that my parents bought me for my 10th birthday. I absolutely adored her to pieces. She was the light and pretty much the joy at, at that age that I had something to look after that was mine. And she was gorgeous. She didn't talk. She was a little gray and white cockatiel. She was beautiful. Very, very affectionate very relaxing and perfect for a kid with massive anxiety and freshly diagnosed ADHD and so it became a very special thing to have something like that on my own that could somehow give affection back so when I was younger and I had her name was cinnamon I named her cinnamon because she had a like a dusty gray brown to her and I didn't have much of an imagination at that age (laughs) but she was sweet Um, and one time in the backyard, my dog, Dooley, or our family dog, a spring spaniel, uh, had something in his mouth and we all went outside going, what you got there, buddy? And because of his breed, he has a soft mouth. He doesn't bite down. He holds in his mouth. And he had a green Indian ringneck parrot. And I'd never seen them before. Oh my god! I thought it was gonna be. A I bird. thought he had your. Oh parent. my gosh! I, I was on the edge of my cockatiel. seat. No, 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 no! Oh, good lord! Oh, Jesus! I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to scare you guys. 
I was like, no. Taylor and I were ready to no, just no, no. She was safe in the house. She was an inside parrot <laughs> through <Okay>. and through. <laughs> but he had something in his mouth and it was a green Indian ringneck and it was someone's lost pet because he had one clipped wing, but he'd managed to get through. We had a huge amount of bush behind our house that he got through and he stayed at our house for maybe just under a week, just fell asleep on pieces of furniture. I was very gentle, very quiet. And I was just in awe. I thought it was the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen. He had a ring. He was huge. And eventually when its owner came to pick him up, I was devastated. But I made made it a thing in my head that one day I would own an Indian ring neck. So it it was just beautiful to me. Um, So as a grown adult with adult money. um, (laughs) Couldn't be me. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And unfortunately, Cinnamon did pass away at about 10 years old due to um, a, a neighbor's cat, which was absolutely devastating. Oh man. So it's true. What we thought yes. happened was true, Tyler. But she lived to a very nice age of 10 and she was beautiful. And thankfully it seemed as though it wasn't long. So very quick. I like that story though. You've had a genuine passion for birds. Well, it, it sparked something. It wasn't, I didn't know it was a passion until later in life when I didn't have one that I noticed quite a gap where I had this sort of love to give that, you know, humans would never understand. It's different when you constantly want to give something kisses and they're like, get off me. And I'm like, I just, I have love to give, you know? Um, and so, so in about in 2018, I set out to find an Indian ringneck and did all the research I could saved so I was financially ready for anything that was thrown at me I didn't want to buy one from a pet shop I wanted a breeder I wanted it done properly and ethically as well which was really important to me I did look into adopting from a rescue any sort of that but it's difficult from where I live to find such a lovely bird like that in a a place like that really the the animals that were available there wasn't actually many birds a lot of dogs but unfortunately didn't have the room for a dog but um chickens oh buddy oh just a bit dramatic there oh he's not hurt i just wanted to remind us that he was the star of the show (laughs) but yeah i ethically sought out an indian remake i did all the research i could which you cannot do enough really um the more prepared you are the more prepared you are and so Eventually one came through. Initially I wanted a yellow one, but after a certain point I was becoming less and less fussy. Mm-hmm. He's just hanging out on the camera right now. And then my other question is, what's like the average life expectancy for like, I guess a domesticated ring, ring neck? Mm-hmm. Like, Well, this question varies because I've had so many people tell me otherwise, but the average, and I'm going to say the average because there doesn't seem to be a distinctive age group, but between the ages of 35 and 45, I've heard. Oh, dang. He's going to be a lifelong pet, probably more closer to the 35 range, just, you know, for average purposes. But there have been cases where they have outlived their owners. That's crazy. It is. I love like that. I've got him. But yeah, I've got, I've got a lifelong friend, and my partner is semi upset about that. He's like, <laughs> oh, we'll never get another one. I'm like, why is that a bad thing? It's me or the bird. <sighs> Pretty much. Bird, I'm afraid. <laughs> he was there first, but he will be around for a while, which is great for me. I get a friend for a long time, and it's also a great investment when it comes to 
showing you guys on TikTok and things like that. So, yeah. it's Tyler, exciting. what are you thinking? I can see you thinking something. It's you turning in my head. I'm, all right. So we definitely don't need a, we, so in each episode, we usually have what the animal sounds like, but we've gotten a full episode <laughs> of that already. I wish I could give you the what he sounds like when he's upset. And that's the closest thing to like an Indian or next call when they're not, when they don't know words. Uh, okay. It is a scream. It is a scream of terror. And oh God, he no. may be happy, but we don't, no one needs to hear that. So, <laughs> the so ringnecks in the wild can't say words, can they? Because they mimic humans. Well, I don't know if they've really asked any, but I, I'm fairly sure it's not a thing. Oh. I would assume. <laughs> we don't hear it. Did they say words? <sighs> so, my, my favorite quote of all time is like the first person to ever discover a parrot that can mimic a human were, was probably really concerned. Or thought they had taken drugs of some sort, taken some sort of yeah. thing. To, or some demon would, has yeah. possessed the bird. Yeah, like what's happening? Could you imagine in 200 BC before science was actually a thing and you heard that the bird ancient talk Greeks. at you? You're just like... The, just, oh, it, that blows my mind. Hercules. Imagine that bird saying Hercules. I would love that. If I got another parrot and it was a boy, I'd love to name it Hercules. Oh, mind you, to all our listeners, there are three different time zones here right now. It is currently 9 a.m. where I am in California, 12 where Tyler is in New York. Yeah, and we're Bridget. It is 2 a.m. here for me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Bridget's in Australia, if you couldn't tell by the accent. So um, we really appreciate you being here at such a weird time of day for you. <laughs> oh, it's fine. I'm a night owl. And so is Hamlet. As long as there's light, he just thinks it's a different kind of sun. So... <laughs> <laughs> Also, for one night, I thought it would be weird if, if she wasn't, but she is also a fan of Steve Irwin. Oh, cool. And she said she grew up like 20 minutes from their zoo. My my goal for this podcast is to eventually get Bindi on our show. That would be quite the goal. She is so cool. OK, so I did live 20 minutes. I, I grew up on the Sunshine Coast, specifically Maruchito, which is roughly 20 minutes from Biwa, which is where the zoo is and considering how close I was there yeah it the the zoo and specifically Steve Irwin was a massive and I mean massive part of our lives there he was in oh we we had the wiggles and he was in like a, a wiggly safari thing and like the zoo was there and Bindi is a year younger than me and so same sort of age group and I used to see her like at the shopping center and things like that. Like I just, she walked past all the time. I'm like, oh my God, it's been you. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> but it, it wasn't necessarily a big deal back then. Cause it was like, oh, it's been you. And cause she's yeah. just hanging out there and she's not, she wasn't a big deal as a 10 year old as she is now as a fully grown adult with a husband and child. Um, but even That's then, weird for me. That's weird for me. It's weird for me too. Cause she's it's just like, oh my me. gosh, we're getting so old. No, it's no longer a thing to you. Oh, oh. Now I'm just an adult obsessed with animals instead of being a cute kid obsessed with animals. So nothing wrong with that. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> Gotta have a hobby. Um, but yeah, and so you know, when tragedy hit, it it was a huge deal for us. Um, everyone at our school took we didn't have the day off, but everyone wore khaki um the next day as a tribute and yeah, I don't know. Out remember. here, like, what do you mean they're wearing car keys? 
No khakis. It's a color khaki, like his, like his everyday uniform. Khakis, Khaki, Sam. Khakis. Sam over here is it. like, how do you wear a khaki? <laughs> Good lord, Sam. Oh, one more thing. I feel like we should touch on for all the listeners. What do you feed our young Hamlet here? Because I did see, so they're mostly herbivores, but sometimes in captivity they'll have like a little bit of cooked chicken or like. Um, it's more just to make up for what they might not get in the wild pretty much um i don't feed him chicken as much i will feed him some boiled egg at times nutrition yes i've mentioned it and now he's like where is it that's the sound oh that's the sound that they make that's the sound that they make oh he mad but he not mad though he screamed like that he's like really happy he's like Pay attention to me. That's a really pretty sound. I was it's not expect- at 2 a.m. Okay, that's oh, fair. Yeah, fair. But I mean, I feel like I could hear that on like a, a soundscape when I'm trying to sleep, like off in the distance, and it'd be peaceful. Oh yeah, I suppose. She's like, no, no. It's very, it's quite abrupt where I'm sitting. I gotta <laughs> say, it's probably much louder for you than it is for me. And it's directly at me. I can't turn the camera, but he is with his wings up, looking at me, screaming like this, like. Where's the egg, lady? Where is the egg that you mentioned? <laughs> I know. You can have one tomorrow. Oh, he he's a, he loves, well, that's his protein, really. Um, okay. I try a variety of nuts, fruits. There are things he cannot have, which you think they can, but they cannot. Um, oh, do tell. Avocado. Oh, yeah. Not good. Yeah, give a bird an avocado and they sort of just drop right off their perch pretty much and i've heard of that happening oh so it's like dogs and grapes well dogs can't have avocados either what is it with avocados i mean to be fair i have an allergic reaction to avocados too so maybe they're just evil little vegetables fruits who who's allergic to avocados listen my allergies are so bad my body registers some fruits and vegetables as grass pollens so my throat will get really itchy Oh, that's awful. Yeah. Are, are avocados the stone fruit? Girl, yes. I don't know. There Do I look like Google in there? Yeah, so it would be a stone fruit. Yeah, well, okay. why don't you tell our listeners what a stone fruit is? Oh, my God. <laughs> While we're on the subject. <laughs> Avocado is technically a berry, not a droop what? or a pame. It is classified this way due to its endocart being so fleshy as well as having tiny little seeds. Join us on our next uh, series about fruits and vegetables. We talk about one fruit or vegetable for 15 minutes. God, I would, no. I would rather Morgan Freeman narrate my life. Hey, honestly, some of that might be love Morgan Freeman. Uh, Hey, Morgan Freeman, if you're watching this, send us a shout out. (laughs) Narrate our podcast, please. He loves banana. He loves apple. He loves strawberries. Oh, how, how much does he sleep? Um... Well, during the night, he's a so- he is a solid sleeper. He is like, a, if he was a toddler, he would be a dream. In terms of when he's put to bed, he's put to bed. Uh, we cover his cage in a blackout blanket so that he, oh, not necessarily all light, but the majority of the light does block out. And it's usually around dinner time when we're eating. So around six or seven o'clock at night. Um, we are early risers, not by choice, but because of work. Um, and so when we are awake, he is awake. He rises with the sun, but in terms of when we cover that cage, he's silent. He's like, all right, I'm down. I'm going to bed and tucks his little head behind his wing and 
dozes off um, unless I'm trying to creep in there and see if he wants to hang out for a little bit. If it's late at night and it's dark, I can get him out because he knows it's me. And he will let me pat his little head. Like that's, that's where the affection has started pretty much. So what's he do when you're at work? Um, misses me. Oh. Does um, he stay in his cage? <laughs> he does stay in his cage. I provide, well, I'm not confident leaving him out. That, that just scares the absolute crap out of me. It is a, I feel a like. house of plenty of dangers, I'm sure, as, as invisible to me as they are. They, they are everywhere. <clears throat> But um, I have foraging toys and many different fruits and vegetables to keep them entertained. And either my roommate or my partner, Steve, are home first and do tend to let him out and entertain him before I do. If not, there's only really a couple of days a week that I'm away the whole day. But if I'm home, most likely he is out with me. I try not to leave him in there for too long. Just I love the little... Oh, peekaboo. It's just started that, actually. If I can get him to do it. Let's see. If I get him on my shoulder. If I look away. And then look back. Peekaboo. No. If I could have shy. He said, I'm not trained as an actor to do that. He's like, I absolutely am, but I'm just going to embarrass you a little bit because that's what I do. <laughs> Should we wrap up I, the recording portion? Uh, yeah, let me think. All right, so we covered everything. We got the voices. We got the noises that they make. We got his favorite stuff. We got her when she got him. We got his lifestyle. We got the history. We got the name. pretty good yeah i think that's it so all right so we're gonna finish up episode 12 here actually let me caveat on something so episode 11 is pandas so that's why i was saying episode 12 um so we're gonna finish up episode 12 here uh indian ringneck parrots that's a mouthful with bridget and hamlet uh yeah tyler keeps pulling in all the cool guests I'm very thankful because this was so fun because Hamlet is so cute. Also, RIP Cinnamon. Um, thank you for sparking Bridget's interest in birds. <laughs> she did quite the service. Yeah. This this episode is in honor of Cinnamon. Oh, yeah. Does <laughs> Hamlet say goodbye? Like, he, he doesn't say goodbye. I don't like to say goodbye, especially to him. Uh <laughs> More screams of where are you going? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> what do I? But I'm sure he can give a goodbye kiss. What are you feeling, mate? And that's it for episode 12 with Hamlet's Kisses. We'll see you guys later. Bye, friends. Thank you. Have you heard about Animals? The educational podcast was written and created by Sam and Tyler. Music was created by Sam, editing done by Alpha Kappa, and artwork done by Sin Mom. 